This is Graphically Novel, a podcast by three brothers who like each other but love comic books. I'm Jamie. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And that's right. This is the second annual year-end, well, kind of year-end, Graphically Novel Award Show. And this is where we pick out um, our... (laughs) This is very uh, self-absorbed, maybe. (laughs) This is where we give awards to things that we picked and that we enjoyed. Um, We're we're not (laughs) self-important. What was that, Sam? That's from the things that we picked and enjoyed. Yes. Yes, so... um, yeah, so if this was like a self-indulgent uh, event to you and you don't want to listen, you don't have to. <laughs> We've already got your download number anyway. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, but, um, you know, every year we like to stop and kind of highlight the things that stood out. And we know that it's August, not an actual year-end, year-end event, but it's it's the year-end for us. This is when it's, we hit 52-ish episodes. It's fiscal year end (laughs) (laughs) it's a pod year end (laughs) exactly Uh, you already started handing out awards guys yeah let's do it all right so the uh first section category is story we're kind of following the pyramid a little bit here and the first award is for best story and this one was a little tough Uh, i think last year it was a kind of a slam dunk and this was a little tough but I'm going with um, for my graphically, not novelly. I don't know. Josh doesn't like any of the names I came up with. <laughs> I give the trophy to the Long Halloween. That was my favorite story of the year. See, I didn't think about our specials. I, I didn't include that in none of my awards. If I'd known that, that would have been would have been one of my runners. Those were episodes. That one got a double episode, even. No way. That's like. And it's like one of my favorite all-time comics. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's Mount Rushmore Batman story. It really is. I don't no, change no. my mind now. I'm, I'm, since you said it, I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll allow it. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> what you say? Thanks. I was gonna say, let me jump in because I also picked Long Halloween as the best story. Boom. Yeah. I'm a dummy. I completely. <laughs> I didn't put that on my list of stuff. It's like, oh, because I didn't do none of the, the like tie-ins or anything like that. You didn't oh, use the tie-ins either. What about the uh, the listener request? You didn't do that either. No, I done that one. Okay. All right. Wow. There were quite yeah. a few tie-ins this year. You ruled out yeah. a lot of stuff. I tell you what, y'all are right. That is the best story we covered this year. I agree 100 percent because I, I love it. I've been wanting to do it forever on the show. Glad we did do it. But this year has been packed full with such great stories all the way through. I really had a hard time picking. So what I did was I picked the one that. I just couldn't stop reading. I know we was only supposed to do like the first volume on our show, but I couldn't stop reading. I kept reading a whole bunch more volumes. So I put Red Mother. Just once I started reading that one, I just could not stop. I had to know what was happening. It just it kept me hooked. So that's why I picked Red Mother. But the long Halloween is the right answer. It's not. Red Mother is not the right answer, but it's not a bad one. It's not a bad and answer, I, but I, I, there are so many to pick from. I really had a hard time narrowing down because I've literally got like four or five wrote down here. I didn't count Long's Halloween. But what I've done is like, so of the ones I have wrote down, which one could not stop reading? That's why I picked that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that might be a, 
an award for now, like next year's award show. Like, what 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 book made me keep reading the most? Like, what yeah. what 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 could I not stop with? Because a lot of times yeah. what we're reading are volume ones of stuff, and you know, sometimes it's pretty easy not to fall with volume two. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's one of the ones that like I read like fifteen issues ahead of what I was supposed to before we even done the show. I was like, so I was like, man, you know, that's why I wanted. That- to. That one was a page turner. I'm not yeah. going to lie. That, and that's right. That's one of my categories. You know, I like the horror comics as well. So I, I'm not mad at you for picking Red Mother. It, spoiler alert, it may show up on the list farther down somewhere. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Red Mother is going to get mentioned again. Yeah, I, I had to. Man, we have so many awards. I had to do the divide and conquer. You got to figure out where you're putting stuff on the list to make sure it gets mentioned. So. All right. Well, our next award is for best premise. And so. Sam, you get to go first on this one. So what, what did you think was the best story idea here? What was your best premise? Uh, so this one, it, it's kind of in my genre. I'm like, Josh, I like the horror genre a lot. So I put Once in Future King. I like the twist on the King Arthur tale, modern time, but the, the, the whole idea of it's like what you believe in, what makes it real and all that stuff. So it's back and forth and all that. I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I like the idea of what they've done with the story. Uh, I'm going to jump in with Josh, like, like Josh did on the last word, because I picked that as well. That was my favorite uh, premise of the year, and I'm I'm a sucker for anything Arthurian, and it was such a unique take on it. Like, yeah, like you would think something Arthurian has been done to death, but it was a it was just a unique take on it. And I mean, it was I mean, I, I still I still have my complaint. I need I need that how that works unpacked a little more. And I'm I'm up to oh. that. I've read every, every every issue of the entire series. They still haven't unpacked it for me. But it's so good, and it's such an interesting take. And like later on, when they start doing like Beowulf stuff, I mean, it works so well. Just yeah. a genius idea for a story. Beowulf's a monster in this thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not mad at you guys for picking that. I did go with something different though. Uh, I went with Sandman. I thought that was really interesting read. Uh, you know, trapping one of the old gods that's sandman and he's on his hunt to find his magical artifacts and stuff i just i, I really was intrigued with sandman uh the art wasn't really wasn't my favorite but i liked that setup i was really i, I really really enjoyed that I, I know i mean when we reviewed that i'm just i'm not a big neil gaiman guy i mean he's clear, yeah. clearly a talented dude um it's just he doesn't write my style of story right. um in prose or comics and so it's just yeah. But but you're right. For, it's if a we're cool talk, setup. Yeah. If we're just talking premise, it is a great premise for a story. Elevator pitch. That's a great elevator pitch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up is worst story. And yes, we give D wards as well. So Josh, <laughs> what do, what do you give the worst story to? Uh, luckily, there wasn't too many options this year, so I'm, I was pretty happy with that. But uh, I went with Witcher House of Glass. That thing was a train wreck. <laughs> It was. I even mentioned in uh, in the notes. I went back and was looking at my notes on that one, and and I I don't think I had a single good thing to say on the story part of the pyramid. It was all over the place. People were jumping in and out of the story. They were just showing up at this cabin in the woods, and weird stuff starts happening. It was just none of it made any sense. It was terrible. And they explained nothing. I mean, like no, nothing was. Things just happened to be yeah. happening. Yeah, that, that was mine as well. I tried. Like, I think it was like the third show of the year. I, I tried. Like, I went down through the old schedule, went through all my notes, trying to find something. I mean, last broadcast was not great, but when I thought about it, like I would read last broadcast three times over again before I would read 
this Witcher story again. So, <laughs> yep. even though it was like twice as long, I would just no. W- Witcher was was just a hot steaming pile thrown in a garbage uh, in a paper bag full of dog poop, thrown in a dumpster, and then all of it set on fire. <laughs> wow, I'm glad I picked that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made it on the show. It's all that matters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It will be back on the show, and I, it'll be in one of my other awards. But I did not pick it for this one. I I love Witcher. It's dear to my heart. I love everything. I love the games, the shows, books. But I, knew, I knew a little more going into it than you all did. Trying to defend it again. Sorry. But anyways, for the worst. Uh, I picked I re- the last broadcast. I, re- I reject your, your explanation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't let that slide. I just I rejected. <laughs> Denied. I, I'm waving uh-huh. my finger like the Kimbe Matumbo at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. <laughs> no. All right. So, but I, I did pick, uh, you mentioned it, the last broadcast. That, that's the one that had the lowest grade for me. And it was, like you said, it was just. Kind of all over the place. I had a hard time with that one. Yeah, Sorry. it was hard to follow too. Yeah, it really was. And, and the art wasn't great either. That it didn't help. Yeah, yeah. It's bad when you've got a bad story and the art's bad, that that helps leave a lasting impression of how bad something was. And they didn't have characters you could like neither in the story. Didn't like anything in the Witcher either. <laughs> no. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> All right, our next D ward is writer I refuse to read ever again. And I'm going first on this one. Now, here's the thing. Last year, I gave the award to Dwayne Swierzynski because I was mad about, I think it was Bloodshot. I didn't, like, I didn't like his take on Bloodshot. I didn't willingly ever read Dwayne Swierzynski again, but you put him on the schedule. So Dwayne Swierzynski gets to somehow win the award of writer I refuse to read ever again twice. <laughs> His Judge Dread. I wanted to like that so much. It was awful. I'm done with Dwayne Swierzynski. Don't put him back on the schedule, please, guys. Okay. And that's funny because that's the same one I had. I mean, honestly, Judge Dread was horrid. No, it wasn't Bloodshot we hated. It was his Birds of Prey last year that was so bad. Oh, that was. Cause, yeah, because that's what I yeah, actually yeah. Tried, yeah. And I kept yeah. putting my stuff in. But yeah. Yeah, I was annoyed at his Bloodshot, but I hated his Birds of Prey. Yeah, don't let's not put him on the schedule anymore. Josh? Three for three. <laughs> Because I was even, I went back and when I was reading my uh, notes on that one, even that was one of my bullet points on the show notes was never ever read Swarzynski again. <laughs> you know, even at the show when we were recording that show, I'd made note of it. So I was like, I gotta, that's gotta be the award. I think, I think he's a decent like, I don't know, like maybe he should turn in like an outline, like a really love. So like, here's some fun things to happen in the story, and have somebody else like actually write the scripts and like put the story together, because there are like interesting like, events that happen, like what, like in his bloodshot, like when he has him go like you know refuel in that big slaughterhouse. That was kind of fun, like when he gets blown to bits by the guys that were chasing him, and then the, but like the, the his stories don't come together, they don't work, and there's no character development at all. But yeah, he can maybe he should be like a like a. Uh, like an action choreographer for movies or something, but no, no more writing comics. Yeah, because I think we even said that Judge Dredd had a chance. He'd put some cool stuff in, like there yeah. was like what some uh, the robots were uprising or something, and like stuff was starting to malfunction. Yeah, because that's uh, they had that fruit tree started shooting fruit at people yep. like in the first issue, so they were setting up some kind of cool stuff, and then I guess he forgot 
that he was setting that up as story point and just never picked it up. <laughs> and you, you, you're not making me read a volume two of a Swarzynski story, so you got to get it in volume one what you want me to read. <laughs> There's not, I'm not reading more of this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Let's give us some art awards. All right. The uh, the first art award is the Clayton Crane Best Art Award. And it is named Clayton Crane because he is, all three of us, is our favorite artist. And we always have Clayton Crane choices in the year. And he would just win every year. So we named the award after him and um, ruled him out of ever winning the award again. It was kind of like a nod, right? Like, yeah, we know Clayton Crane really won this award, but let's let's give it to somebody else just to be nice. So, Sam, who is your Clayton Crane Best Art Award winner? Uh, for this one, it's funny Josh got it for his background, but Venom Rex, I really enjoyed all the art through that one. That's Ryan Stegman. Ryan Stegman. Yep. That's three for three. That's the right answer. Yeah. I have in parentheses Rye with Clayton Crane. But <laughs> yeah, it's just top of the art. Yeah, you can't use him, but yeah, Ryan Stegman. That's uh, yeah, uh, my background right now is uh, the uh, big two-page spread from uh, Venom Rex with uh, flying Venom carrying uh, Spider-Man, which is who would have thought Venom with bat wings would be that awesome? Oh, yeah. That is but it was, but it wasn't just that. It was like even even like the little orb thing that he put like uh, Miles and. Uh, um, Venom inside of, like when Noel started to talk to him, it looked amazing. Like everything was great. The backgrounds look great. Every face, every posture, every pose. I mean, everything, it just looks awesome. Even yeah. the flashbacks were good in that one. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. like medieval times and all that. I mean, it was all really good. Yeah. All right. So the uh, next award is another D award, the Made My Eyes Bleed Worst Art Award. Josh, what you got? Uh, we're going to revisit one of our earlier mentions, and I'm going to double down on Judge Dredd by Swarzynski. <laughs> thing was bad. <laughs> the art was, I, I, I don't know if the story being so bad bled over into the art segment for me, but to re-download it and look at it again. But I remember it being terrible, and I just wanted to say, I'm sorry, I made a sh- <laughs> Was it, Was that your choice? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I picked Judge Dredd. That was me. I apologize. Oh, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna go back to The Witcher. I really didn't like the art on that. Um, <laughs> Sam, I know good. this is apparently near and dear to your heart for some reason. But, it really is. Um, it was bad. Off, but, it was yeah. bad. I didn't like the faces, the backgrounds when when they when he drew them didn't look cool. It was pretty sparse otherwise. Facial expressions, I mean, weren't there. The little magical supernatural stuff that should have looked awesome was either mundane or I mean it was just it was just kind of boring. And w- when it wasn't bad, it was boring. I mean there was nothing cool uh, to look at there. It did have pretty cool. I remember I was talking about it did have pretty cool like in the creepy force scenes. Like some of the the force scenes were pretty creepy. You've done pretty good with that. Yeah, there were like a, there were a few. There was like one panel. The swamp hag looked really cool and creepy. Uh, yeah, that, I think that was the only one because I, yeah. I, I thought about that one, but I decided to double down on Dread. I'm glad we're we only had a couple of bad ones, so I'm glad they're getting spread around. Joe Kiro is the guy I'm giving that that to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't look up the I, cover's I cool. Look. It's got it's got a Magnola Dave Stewart cover on it, but anyway, uh, Sam, what was yours? I'm sorry. When I broke this down, I didn't do it by actual artist. I just went by the whole novel. Is how yeah. I was looking at it, and uh, last 
broadcast. I'm doubling down like Josh. It's the <laughs> worst, worst story and the worst art for me. I just, I just was not my style. Could not like it. It was scratchy. It was hard to follow, just like a story. Fight scenes were terrible. I, I just remember everything about that last broadcast really just was terrible. Yeah. I remember on that because that was one of my picks, and I remember that was one of Daredevil. <laughs> Your picks, picks are coming up a lot. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I remember looking at that, and I think Jamie, we probably even talked that Sam, you were going to hate that art, and I had a feeling yeah. you were going to pick that one because it, it it ticked all your boxes. The color was basically non-existent. There was no detail. It just yeah, I was like that's was, Sam's going to. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, that definitely made my eyes bleed. Um, I'm I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. Um, now the like the the faces and like the people, um, were were interestingly drawn. <laughs> so you can't but, the fifth foil. <laughs> no, but no. What 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 I do what I do like about it is I I love the backgrounds and I, I love the coloring on it. Like it was a real the colorist on that was set a really moody tone with it. Um, and the page layouts were really creative. And so I'll, I'll give him that. So that 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 alone was enough for to, for for me to completely knock it out of the running for the worst art award. Because there, there there was redeeming features to for me to the art, but the the, fa- the faces and the, and the people were were rough. My only note I wrote down for art in that one was I hate this art. Oh, I remember capital letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was just a shoe in. There was no other options for me. All right, well, um, next up uh, is our award for best colorist, and I'm first on that one. And I know y'all going to push back on me on this one because I know I don't – this was a recent one, and y'all didn't care for the coloring on it. But I'm going to De- David Barron for the uh, death-defying Dr. Mirage. Um, I know Josh especially didn't like the coloring on that, but it just – it was such a tone setter. Like, it really – I mean, it really put you in the world. And when we shifted over to the other side, they, it, Josh wanted more of an art change, but like, I just really felt like when we were, the, were there where the demons were to break through the wall, like I felt like the color changed of the way he colored that stuff. I mean, it, it just really set the tone for the whole book for me. And it had this, um, ma- ma- magical melancholy thing and a lot to the whole book. And a lot of that was the coloring from David Barrett on it. I mean, I, I don't think that book gets nearly as high a grade without, without what the coloring does for the story. I think if I remember my biggest crap on that was, was, was the missed opportunity because you're exploring, you know, the afterworld or hell or wherever. Yeah. They could have done so much more to, to make all those different regions different, and they didn't. So I, I think I was more bummed that I, they had a lot of potential. I think they could have capitalized on, and they didn't. Not so much that the color was bad. I just I thought it could have been so much more. Yeah. Well, not, not even that the color was bad. They just washed the whole page with one color, and then they they stenciled on top of what looked like to me. And I agree with Josh. I I, I don't I don't like that. Color. So we'll go into mine right now. Yeah. And I'm, we'll skip yours. Unless you want, you got something you want to say real quick? No, I, w- I was just going to say, like, I-, I knew it didn't work for you guys, but it yeah. just, it-, it really worked for me. I'm glad you liked it. Somebody had to. Anyhow, <clears throat> I, I, I should have went and looked up the, the artist's name for this one, but it was in The Death of Wolverine. I remember really liking the art this one. The color was really good. Like, like when he went to Mandapore, the city, the nighttime, Venom. Uh, yeah, that was her name. But yeah, so it's all the different people. The the ghost guy, I can't remember his name. All of a sudden, drawn blank on that. But the, the way they've done everything, I, I really enjoyed all the color in that one. And I almost got my best art award, but it's hard to beat. Um, 
I can't find the colors on it. Yeah, but you're right. That was a, that was a really well colored one. That that uh, that was on the short list for me. I went with one, uh, and I thought the color really helped the story uh, more than just being phenomenal color. And I went with, uh, I think her name's Tamara Bonvillian from Once in Future. So I really liked how they used the color to show when you were getting into the story story time part of the. Uh, of the world, you know, you had the little color bulbs, the what, uh, fairy orbs, that what Grand called them. You could always tell when stuff was getting ready to get weird, uh, and, and that was all strictly just the color. It wasn't the art. Nothing really changed but the color palette, and uh, I just thought that was a really good use of it. And uh, the, the color was good, too, but I think the way they used it to, to set the story or set the scenes and what was going on I thought was done really well. That was it on my short list as well. And 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 – Tamara Bonvillon with Dan Mora. That that combination is, I mean, a story about magic. It's magical. I mean, that, those two <laughs> working together, it's awesome. Right, right. You may have convinced me, Josh. Yeah, and I had a runner-up on that one I wanted to mention, too. Again, I thought was just a good use of color was uh, Chris uh, Bacalo for uh, Doctor Strange, Way of the Weird. I really liked how they used that on the uh, the magical creatures when they're showing what Doctor Strange is walking down the street and he's seeing all these weird critters running around that everybody can't see. I thought they used color really good in that one, so I just wanted I wanted to throw that one in real quick. All right, that was a good one too. Sneaking in extra <laughs> awards though. Yeah, always. Well, I don't have that anywhere else on my awards, and I wanted to make sure I mentioned it at least once. So. That one could really? have gotten a nod for base premise, that, that book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, well, next up is the Mugatu Award for Best Costume slash Character Design. And Sam, who do you give your Mugatu to? I mean, there's only one. Spider-Man 2099. I just love his suit. That's a good point. I've ruled that out, but yeah. I, I didn't go that direction. Cause I, think that, I think, I don't know, maybe it's too obvious. I don't know. Nah. Every time there's an award for best costume, that's going to be on there for me. I, I didn't just go for a single costume. I went for all of the de- character designs for a whole book. Maybe, maybe that's uh, why I, I didn't. See. Yeah, I didn't go well, for a I single remember, costume. I've done, I done a superhero costume, then also done a villain costume. Yeah. I like. That's why I've I done mine that way, I guess. All right. Yeah, I, I went for a, a book, and you'll, you'll see why in a second. All right, Josh, okay. who, who do you give your Magatu to? I went uh, with just one character, like Sam did, not necessarily a set of characters or a whole book design. Uh, And I'm sticking with Once in Future, and I'm going King Arthur. From the moment he pops out of the crypt with that giant spiky uh, crown on to when he's walking around, you know, all of his muscles in, but his guts are still hanging out. Just (laughs) King Arthur in that whole run was just great. Uh, And I thought it was just a really interesting take on King Arthur, you know, the noble, you know, King, but here he's looking zombie like with his guts hanging out and stuff. And he's this huge, you know, six, seven towering over people. And it just completely caught me off guard. When I first flipped the page and saw him coming out of that crypt, I was like, that's the coolest character design ever. (laughs) It is great. Um, well, yeah, I think I went for a whole book. And so mine goes to cliff chain for uh, wonder woman blood. Um, I loved, I love that he did a slight tinker to the uh, Wonder Woman costume. I think it worked. I think just that costume itself works really well, but I love the way he did the, the, like the Hades, you know, with the candles on his head, the redesign of Poseidon as like this weird sea creature monster. Um, 
Hera with her peacock shawl that she's yep. wearing everywhere. All all of the designs for the Amazons on Paradise Island. Or Temescara, depending on, I'm not sure what era that was in, what they were calling it at the time, but everything works really well. Even like Hermes with his bird feet and those black eyes. Um, you know, Ares with no eyes and, and, and barefoot yeah. with that blood always coming up his legs. I mean, he just, Cliff Chang, everything he redesigned for that book is just awesome. I know, I know y'all don't like Poseidon, but I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm on board with everything but Poseidon. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, if I, if I had to pick just one thing, I probably wouldn't have went for that, but it was just so much of the, cause so much of that is him redesigning stuff. And oh, yeah. I, and I love it all. Everything's interesting looking. Yeah. yeah oh, that, so you, wanted to, you wanted to call it a villain design. Wait, where you got? Oh, you already said him. Uh, it was it was because of Wonder Woman. I picked Hades from Wonder Woman. Yeah. I love the candles on that guy's head and just the wax melting down his face and stuff. It made him like a little short guy too. So I mean, yeah. just the whole design was really good. That's what I said when I was picking the the Spider Man. It's like, man, I have to do a villain too, and this straight went to that. So I was like, I, that's who I got to do. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. Obviously, because I picked it. All right, so Josh, no, Josh <laughs> what's your best villain character design? I I didn't have a villain. Uh... Okay. Then I, I picked just the one. Uh, All right. Well, then you you can you can then you can second mine because when Sam told me he wanted to do a villain, I picked out a villain costume as well. Um, and Josh, this is I'm 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 I was one thousand percent sure you were going to mention this guy at some point on this award show. Muse from Daredevil, Back in Black, the Dark Arts issue, the mm-hmm. that the little little beanie toboggan, the, the bodysuit, the dripping down from his eyes the the super pale everything he's got going on the but the but with the blood all over him the big combat boots and the suspenders everything like it's a it's like when you describe it to somebody it doesn't sound awesome but when you see it on the page he's just one of the coolest looking villains of recent yeah. creation yeah I, I i debated using him instead of king arthur uh so that was yeah that's yeah i'll say you you're, you're right yeah you're, yeah. you're right yeah, I'll well, a second, Josh, because I had another villain I could mention. It was from uh, <laughs> Red Mother, the shadow creature, when he was standing over her bed when she yeah. was dreaming. That would have been a really, really cool one, too. I really I really debated back and forth uh, with uh, using that uh, creature for an award farther down in our uh, list here, but I, I, yeah. I didn't. But, uh, yeah, I, I looked at that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's our art awards. So next up on the pyramid awards, we've got character. And so Josh, who was your best main character this year? Best main character, uh, I went with Harry from Resident Resident Alien. I just huh. maybe not the deepest character, uh, but just his backstory. You know, he's from you know Alien Planet. He's just trying to fit in, and then he gets looped into being a doctor in this small town, and he's just the coolest dude like you just you want to go hang out with him because he just laid back he's easy going he just seems like a really good person uh not like i said maybe not necessarily the most developed we didn't get the most time with him uh but yeah i, I really liked harry from resident alien i'm surprised you picked that until i picked as well um i love harry vanderspiegel i've read every single issue of resident alien from i was a probably probably about five pages in to the first not a book and i was like i'm reading everything about this guy just forever anything they publish about harry vanderspiegel i want to read he's just likable i mean just a good dude but whatever planet he's from he's just a good dude and he always has like really great intentions he wants to help people just a really great guy um 
and and the and the juxtaposition of this you know crazy alien guy in just such a down home rural setting it's just it's great it's magic what is that going on it is an award show though all right sam what's your wrong answer (laughs) apparently (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny it didn't even cross my mind to put him on the show oh i could tell by your facial expression (laughs) you weren't feeling it no (laughs) well i I feel bad for who i picked honestly because I was tossing between Gwenpool and Miguel, Spider-Man 2099. And I've already used Spider-Man 2099, but I like Gwenpool a lot. I just like like her idea. She she knows she's in a comic and all the stuff she can do. I, I just I, I just really enjoyed her as a character. It's not a bad not a bad yeah. choice. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. I, I was like I said, I, but I really wanted to say Miguel, but I've already used him, and he'll be back. Sorry. Um, Gwynpool is probably my top five. Um, Duncan from Once in Future probably being my top five. Um, but yeah, I mean, Harry was the, I mean, I just love Harry. I like Gwynpool better, personally. That's Whatever. my favorite. Whatever. All right. Uh, you're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. It's it's your award. You can give it to whoever you want. And she got uh, it. She deserved it. All right. So uh, best side characters up next or best supporting character, I guess the Academy would say. Um, I'm going with Gabby from All New Wolverine. Just, oh, yeah. yeah, her cute little self being so bloodthirsty and violent. Um, <laughs> and, but, and being so committed to her sisters. Um, and, but when, when it was time for her to be tough, she was tough. When it was time for her to be a cute little girl, I mean, and, and just the, the vulnerability that she showed and all the trauma that she'd been through, it just made you want, it just, it makes you want things to go well for her. And so there's, there's, She's so easy to root for and just and just love. Yeah, so, so Gabby's my, my best side character. All right, I like it. And I'm going to do a cheat here. I'm going to let Josh go next, see if he takes one of my three I've got rolled down here. <laughs> so Josh, right, well, next. Okay, well, I'm going to cheat because Gabby was one of my two picks. Uh, and that may be, and that was one who I was going to mention. That was going to be, that was my official pick. Uh and that may be me backfilling uh, from or filling in from later uh, volumes because I read quite a bit of that new Wolverine uh, run and Gabby yeah. just keeps getting better and better. Uh, so to uh, stick with Once in Future, I'm going to go with Gran. Gran was so much fun, you know, <laughs> the old, you know, senior citizen home. She busts out. She goes to her secret stash of weapons in the woods and just is so nonchalant. And so about everything, everything. She shoots herself <laughs> in the chest. I mean, she shoots her grandson Duncan. I mean, yeah. she just she shoots everybody. Uh, it's just yeah, Grant Grant's great. Okay, that, that really helps me out a bunch because that's one of the ones I really is having a hard time with. So I'm glad you win. Okay. So Grant is a really good answer, but think about Starscream from All Hell Megatron. How often do you get to root for the bad guy? And actually want him to do good. And he's a side character. I think that and that was had like a really good story, character development. You could see him plotting and doing things. He, he's not his normal cowardly self that you know him. I, I just I really enjoyed his star screen. Well, you and our listeners enjoyed that story a lot more than I did. I loved it, man. That that is still our most downloaded episode of all time. It, and it's still gaining right, steam. So, like it, there, it still has almost every time I check, there's more downloads of that episode. Yeah. 
Starscream. It, it's it. getting deeper and deeper in the backlog. It, people just still keep finding it. It's wild. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. But I mean, I, I wasn't. I mean, I don't. For, for me, uh, none of those characters are in the ballpark with Gabby or Grant or anybody else. So. I had Grand down, and yeah. I had some else, but. I really enjoyed the star screen because even because I went back to look at my notes. He he was my favorite character from the whole thing. Well, you've teased us. Who was your Who was your third one? If you just want to mention it, or do you want uh, to save it for later? No, I, I can mention it because because all three of them kind of tie together on my whole characters list. But so I had I kind of couldn't really decide if he was a side character or not because it was two like two main characters. It's Superboy John from the yeah. I, I like John in that one. Yeah, and, and Damien probably, especially in Volume One, he's probably more positioned as the main character there, with John as the side character. That's that's what I thought too. So that's yeah. where I had him as the side character. So I had Starscream, Superboy, and Grant was my three. I couldn't really had a hard time for him. Okay, next up is worst character. So Sam, who are you giving the D Ward to here? Well, since we uh, just uh, I realized that we could use our tie-ins and stuff, I'm just going to X off what I have here. I'm going to throw in Loki. I absolutely hated that Loki. I want to make sure I mentioned it on the show. <laughs> I don't have it nowhere else on here. Uh, Loki from Vote Loki. Yeah, I took it into account. None of those, nothing from that book got any awards. Um, well, I just yeah. make sure it's the worst. He, he got a, like you said. Yeah, he was bad. Yep. I agree. Vote Loki. <laughs> Loki from Vote Loki. Worst character. Okay, I went a slightly different direction. I wanted, like, the, what character, kind of, I was thinking, okay, what, what character did I hate the most? Who really did I just find completely distasteful? Um, I really hate Boomerang from Amazing Spider-Man Back to Basics. I mean, that dude, I mean, worst roommate of all time. I mean, the Cheeto scene alone is enough to just, I just hate that guy. And I've I've read, I read as much as I could stand of that series. I quit eventually. I just wanted to find out who uh, Kindred was, but. I mean, he just gets worse and worse. He's wearing pizza underwear sometimes, and it's this weird speedo stuff. But like, <laughs> nothing's breathing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's yeah. just awful. Yeah, I, I thought about taking the award that way and thinking who was, you know, the worst person in the comic. And I almost, I thought Boomerang for a little bit, but then I was like, who did they get wrong? Uh, what character was done poorly? And I went with Sam. I, Loki. They they tried to make you think he's changed. They they threw in some weird story about how he's just stories reincarnated and they you know, was they being honest with that? Was that supposed to be real? You know, did he really have a change of heart at the end? Was he trying to do something good? They they were just all over the place with him and and, and they did not pull it off. So that's he was the worst one. That was worst execution of a character. I'm I might not have wanted to give Christopher Hastings a D ward as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I was enough. being a homer a little bit. Yeah. All right, so Josh, who's your best villain? Back to best A-words. villain. We're sticking with Venom, and I'm going with Noel, the oh, originator yeah. of all the symbiotes. He just shows up. He's got a whole planet. I mean, his backstory was super cool, uh, and he just he looked scary because he had that huge mouth with all those teeth. Uh, his, his, yeah, way too many. Uh, creepily too many uh and uh yeah his just his whole design was was really cool because i think he had a big giant hammer or axe he was carrying around for a while uh i just i thought he was really cool plus stegman done a great job with 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 the art on that so i'm, I'm going with noel yeah he was just real menacing too yeah um 
We might we may need to track down and do some King in Black once that's all wrapped up. Maybe it is wrapped up by now. I'm not sure. I read Marvel and Marvel Unlimited, so I'm a couple months behind. But uh, yeah, because King in Black is when Noel comes to Earth, and it's the whole big deal. So we may need to get that on the schedule. Yeah. Um. All right, so my my best villain. Um. I had a tie. You've already mentioned King Arthur wants a future a whole bunch. So that was one of my tie. So I'm gonna go with the other one. I love the trench monsters from Aquaman. Oh the, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the the you know the trench those monsters when they come up out of the water I mean they're so creepy and so weird looking and they just look I mean I mean it's nightmare fuel um just just the character designs on them um yeah that they they really work for me as villains yep that's good. Oh, okay. all right so for me it ties in with my side character and I'm going with Megatron as the villain all back to all hell Megatron. Uh, I just love I love that whole story. I loved everything about it, and I, I like seeing it from uh, his side, his pers- perspective of everything. And I, I just thought it was an interesting take on Megatron. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. That was a good book. I mean, I just I, I my socks were still on my feet when I was done. So mine wasn't. That's not the one I had a hard time stopping. <laughs> I was gonna say I, that's that's why there's the three of us. Yeah. Oh, and no, make no mistake, there will be more Transformers this year. Uh, just yeah. based on that, how much da- how many downloads that got us, <laughs> there's going yeah. to be more Transformers to come. But yeah. it, it was a good. I, I did. I read the rest of that series. Rest of that series. It was good enough that I kept going. So, yeah. uh, Josh, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, nothing. That's. I was going to say that's why there's three of us because we pick up categories and genres and comics that maybe not all of us like. One of us really likes because. I'm not going to lie. All Hill Megatron did not make it on my list anywhere. I didn't even, <laughs> I looked at my notes for it and I was like, yeah, I'm probably not putting that anywhere. So, and then I never looked at them again <laughs> during all my show prep. So that's, that's fine. Sure, I'm not done with it. <laughs> I'm not done. Let's get back again on our show. You're, you're, uh, that's going to be, uh, you're doing that like I did once in the future. Cause I, I may not mm-hmm. be done with it either. Uh, yep. not... All right. Well, our next award is the best Josh Lucas jerk face character. And the idea here is exactly what it sounds like. Who was the biggest smug jerk this year? And for me, um, this guy clearly wins the award for me, but I hated him so much I didn't look up his name. It's the demon guy from Afterlift. Just, I mean, that's smugness in, in, in demonic form. I mean, and, and, and his human form. Just the whole thing. Just hated that guy. And, I mean, smugness off the charts. Yeah. You know, the worst. I went with a, it's a, a little different route. Uh, he is a jerk. He's a little punk, but you like him too at the same time. A little jerk face. It's Damien from Super Sons. <laughs> kind of like a little school brat going on, a little feel from him, but you still like the guy. So that that's definitely who I pick. I'll, I'll, I'll still occasionally I'll go to somebody. Just out of remembering Damien doing that. Uh, he his, his his smugness is off the charts. Yeah, yeah. I think you talked me into. I'm changing my award. I'm giving it to Damien too. Yeah. That's <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give us a best runner up then. Uh, this is one I didn't go back and bother to look up the character's actual name. I went with our nickname on the show. We did the Limp Biscuit Exorcist from Revival. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. You remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. You talk about punchable face, just absolute jerk. 
What was in his name? Like Roadie Road Rash or something like that? I can't. I don't even remember what he said. I didn't didn't want to know his name. Just Limp Biscuit Exorcist just thumbed it up perfectly because he had the tight like choker style necklace and he's like wearing a tank top a lot and just he had a he had the wallet chain. I mean he just he looked like a punk. It was wasn't it wasn't Nookie his uh his ringtone on his phone that kept going on? I off? think it was. Yeah. 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 Good job. All right, and that was our last character award. So now we're done with all of our pyramid awards, and we got a fistful of awards here. We got nowhere to put, so we just call them the awards of randomness. And uh, Sam, you're first on these, and so this award is the Billy Bob Thornton was once married to Angelina Jolie overachiever award. So Sam, <laughs> who was your overachiever of the year? Uh, so I went with a, a story, not just like a person or nothing like that. So the overachiever was. Harrow County for me because I went into it expecting nothing from it. I didn't know nothing about it. Didn't really think the art was gonna be my style. But once I got into it, I really enjoyed it. And you can like look in the background of the art and like see stuff like how they got Harrow County wrote and some of it. So just Harrow County was kind of a, a surprise. Come out of the woodworks literally and like really had me hooked. Yeah, that was in the running for me too. That's the right answer. Harrow County. That's what I got because. Again, I wouldn't expect then a lot out of it. You know, just you open the first couple pages and flip through it to kind of see what you're getting into. And you're like, eh, you know, whatever. And then the more you read it, the more you're like, man, this thing is way better than I thought it was going to be. Than it even should be. Just the story premise itself is not, you know, super mind blowing or nothing. But the more you read it, yeah, you just you love the characters. You love the town, the setup. Just it ends up being way better than it has any right to be. Yeah, the skinless boy for sure. (laughs) Creepy, brilliant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that—that's a really good one. Uh, yeah, that—that's in the running. Uh, but for me, it was—it was Red Mother. Um, I didn't know the creative team. It's not my genre. Um, flipping through it, the art was kind of quirky. I wasn't really expecting. I just wasn't expecting much. Um, and it shouldn't work for me. I—I I like when things are like really supernatural. You know. And strange, just give me some explanation. Explain how what the dynamics are. How do things work? They don't explain anything. They never do. Like I've I've read never. every issue of the series. They never explain anything. But it's just an engrossing story, and I I didn't see it coming. I didn't expect to love that story as much as I did. So yeah, Red, Red Mother for me. That that one was a slam dunk for me. Yep. Yep. All right, so uh, uh, next up is the Tom Cruise. I do everything because I'm a control freak award, and Josh. What's your Tom Cruise? All right. I'm going to say the right answer, I think, here. And it was Terry Moore in Rachel Rising. That thing, spot on. I love the art. I love the story, the characters. I loved everything about it. Yeah, that that's the same for me. Um, I think I think he even did the lettering. He, I mean, he does everything. I think he done everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a one man show, but it doesn't like it doesn't hinder anything. Like everything looks great. The story works. Even when he changes stuff later on, he retcons his own stuff nonstop. <laughs> you don't care. You just keep reading. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but everything looks great too. I mean, it's just yeah. yeah. I was Sam can't and, Sam can't pick it because it's black and white though. So he's gonna have a different answer. Well, I don't think Sam knows this. Weak inspired. 
to get that on the scale just because it was black and white. It was just purely to troll saying. That was the whole point of me picking <laughs> Rachel Rising. I said, yeah, have you looked? Because the cover's not. The cover had uh, color on it. So when I opened that, and I'm like, it was black and white. And I was like, Jamie, we got to put this on. It makes him read another black and white. And neither one of us had even opened the thing no. to, to read it or look at it or anything. And then, yeah, it, it ended up being really good. I read that whole run. I read every all, all yeah. of it. It was great. Great. I'm not lie, I didn't. I enjoyed his story, but just couldn't, I couldn't do no more. All right, so Missed who did you some. give your Tom Cruise to? <laughs> All right, so I went a different route. Uh, I went with just a character this time, and I picked Wonder Woman. You've already mentioned her before. I, I just mm-hmm. like her, her character in this, and she was always like trying to control all the outcomes that were coming around her. So she's always plotting and doing this stuff. I, I just like her. I, I, I pictured Tom Cruise, like her being Tom Cruise on the set, just trying to control everything around her. That was a very different direction I expect anybody to go. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and I've done it that way on purpose too, so. All right. That's cool. Um, now you could have cheated, because we said we weren't giving art awards to Clayton Crane anymore. But you could have done Clayton Crane for Rye here. Because he does all of the art, the coloring, everything there. So that's that's a whole 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 lot of the irons in the fire are he is on on that on a Well, on you book. know, and He's got a whole section dedicated to him, so I, I didn't even think about it. I know. I, I didn't go that route either. We like I have just I've mentally I've I've you know you know, he he's he's on like this Hall of Fame all by himself and we, we don't give him awards anymore. Um okay. anyway, uh so so best cast pick is up next, and I'm first on that. And to be nice to each other, we only we only go from our own cast picks, so we don't make fun of or <laughs> or anything. But uh so for me, I'm gonna go with uh uh, Donnie Yen for Rai. I, th- I thought that was my my best pick of the whole year. I mean, he just kind of looks like him. Um, that 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 you know, s- kind of quiet, subtle, um, introspective, and very vulnerable thing. I think Donnie Yen would do really well. No, that's a really good one too. Yeah. And I wanted to mention Aunt Johnny, so I put her in here, and I picked Melissa Arthur for her, and I thought she'd do really good with Aunt Johnny. Yeah. yeah, that was inspired on your on your part there. Yeah. Oh. Well, we all know casting's not my strong suit, so I've got two that I thought uh, the whole year I only had two that I thought I actually got pretty close uh, to being right. So <laughs> <laughs> my official pick, and they're both side characters. It was uh, John Malkovich to be in Black Mirror or Man Bat. Oh yeah, the old dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the old dude here. Yeah. yeah, with the gas mask just being old and creepy, and then having that shrieky voice and stuff, and just being really weird. Uh, yeah, he, he he did the auction. What they call him, the dealer or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the dealer. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So I thought John Malkovich was good for that, and then uh, the other sneaky one I thought I, I worked in pretty good was uh, Mayor Burt in Resident Alien. I cast Henry Winkler. And I was pretty pumped on that one. <laughs> yeah, was, I think Henry yeah, Winkler would make a great small town mayor. You know, thought that would have been fun. So I threw two uh, in there. Sorry. My my run up and the one I was most proud of, but I don't know that she could do the accent. But uh, I cast Jamie Lee Curtis for Gran. Um, and you think about oh, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis from Knives Out. I mean, she is Gran. I just that she, you have to have the accent right for that. And I've never heard Jamie Lee Curtis do a British accent. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up is the honorary Steve Buscemi Worst Cast Pick Award. Um, once again, we're, we're just hammering ourselves here, except we did name 
the award in honor of Josh's worst pick ever. <laughs> so it is an annual disc, but Sam, what was your worst cast pick of the year? All right. So uh, I picked Galahad from uh, Once a Future King, and I put Patrick Wilson as him. I remember y'all poking and jabbing at me the whole time I was talking about it. Uh, Patrick Wilson is not Al from uh, Watchmen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's who I not your best moment. That wasn't. Uh, not as bad as either of the ones I've got down, though. So you're you're not in too bad a shape there. So Josh, what was your uh, Bushimi of the year? Uh, and, and that's more than a once a year diss on me because we bring that up <laughs> at least every other episode. So <laughs> let's be real here and say, well, we make fun of Josh once a year for this. It's once a month. Uh, anyways, well, my Bushimi for this year, and I tried really hard. I went back and re-listened to this episode not too awful long ago, and I tried so hard to sell it, and nobody was buying it. But Chris Hemsworth as Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, no. Nobody was buying that. <laughs> It was bad. Was that some kind of theme pick you were doing? So you were sort of painting yourself into a corner? Or was it just a moment of, you know... It's just me because they showed him he was so jacked and in great shape. And then he was kind of doing funny. And I just thought Chris Hemsworth is kind of funny. But I don't think he does the idiot funny that you need for Cobra Commander. And I was just I trying to make it work. Yeah. yeah. No, it just... It, it, no, it, it was bad. Uh, I owned up to it. I tried to sell it to you guys on the show on that episode. You didn't buy it. <laughs> You're not buying it now either. So, <laughs> all right, I've I've got a tie. Um, they're both from the same book, though. I completely butchered the cast for Revival, which is which is insane because I loved that book so much. But uh, so I'm I'm gonna mention them both. I casted uh Lamorne Morris, who was Wilfred Wiggins in Bloodshot, and he was in the New Girl, as Ibrahim Ramin. Um. It's completely wrong. I just liked that guy and wanted to mention his name. I wanted to put him on the show. It was it, completely wrong. And then I did, the, I did the Fanning sisters as the two as Dana and M, the sisters in Revival. They're completely wrong. They just happened to be sisters. And I'm a big fan of L Fanning, and I wanted to get her on. And I, I, I felt I was so clever because I cast actual sisters to play sisters. There's a lot of sisters in the world. It was dumb. <laughs> I don't know. Something something was going on that week because I completely that whole cast for that show could have been my worst pick of the year. I just butchered the whole thing. Going back and looking, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for myself. It happens. Yeah, I I can't say anything because we've got that awards named after one of my (laughs) picks. So I've got (laughs) you know stones and glass houses and all that. So, but but I cast short, thin, frail looking blonde ladies to play gigantic you know tall you know robust mid northern midwestern you know brunettes i'm like there's no other than being sisters anyway i'm yeah i'm i'm looking back at my thing look at my nose i got mad at myself like what were you doing dummy (laughs) live and learn all right i'll make fun of myself this week um next up is the michael bay award for excellence in dramatic action so josh what do you have uh, I think well, there's a right answer, too. I'm going to stick with the theme of Chris Hemsworth as Cobra Commander, and I'm going with G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. That thing did not have a great story. It was just all <laughs> about the G.I. Joes shooting each other, jumping trucks, flying through the air, you know, fight scenes, swords. It just There wasn't anything there other than action. And if this was going to be, if we were going to do another G.I. Joe, uh, Michael Bay for the director on this one. All right. 
Um, I'm going Death of Superman. Man, that was some. I mean, that's just it's all action. It's I mean, yeah. what a ten issue fight scene. Essentially, that was my backup. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my backup. And it's some quality action. It really I is. Mean, too. Yeah, I mean, Doomsday, Doomsday almost kills a whole bunch of people, and then he kills Superman. And especially that last issue where every single page is a full page spread of them going toe to toe. Just that's some awesome over the top dramatic action. Yep. <laughs> All right. So for my dramatic action, I put Deadpool in Way We Trust. Pick any fight scene with the dead president, him going to town. I mean, it's just, it was hilarious. When they all get stuck in a car, I mean, I love the whole action and all that one. I mean, the boxing yeah. match with Abe Lincoln and Vegas. Lincoln. Say, yeah. <laughs> the Gipper out in space, and crashing through a space station. I mean. Oh, man. My jelly bellies. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that that'd be a good one for him, too. Yeah. That, that might come up again. Uh, all right. So best Daredevil pick is up next. And I'm going Rachel Rising. I mean, that was pure trollery that turned into yeah. like something awesome. And so that that for me was our just and Revival was probably the backup on that one as well. Just shots in the dark. I mean, darts at a dartboard landed on the awesome stuff. Th- those were and those are both Josh picks. So those were good choices, bro. Yeah. Same. Black and white, then. Anyhow, so for my pick, uh, my Daredevil pick, never read anything Doctor Strange at all, and I picked Doctor Strange Way of the Weird for my Daredevil. Because I just thought that was a phenomenal book. I loved everything about that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, I, and I, I've, I've kept reading on that one, too, so, you know, there's not a whole lot of them that I continue reading, and that was one of them. I had, that was a good one. Uh but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doubling down with you, Jamie. Rachel Rising, because of all the Daredevil picks I've ever picked, that one literally was just it's black and white. Let's make Sam read it. You know, <laughs> usually I'll flip through them, I'll read them, see kind of you know, is this something we want to put on the show or not? But that one 100% was it's black and white. We're going to read it. I don't care what it's about. I don't care anything other than it's black and white. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so next up is the dumbest thing, D-Ward. Sam, what was your dumbest thing of the year? All right, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but it's G.I. Joe, Cobra Commander, sleeping in a mask. Kind <laughs> 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 of starts like that. He, like, wakes up from a dream. He's got he's still got his Cobra Commander mask on, but nothing else, really. So. Wasn't he in a Speedo with the Cobra logo I, on it, too? I mean, just everything about that, that page was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. It was uh, a lot, and none of it was good. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I've got two. I'm going to go with my big one, and then uh, maybe I'll throw in the, the bonus one. But uh, my big one, Flashpoint Cosmic Treadmill. You're going to reset the entire DC universe with a device called the Cosmic Treadmill. That's the dumbest thing in the world. And I still st- I still stand by by my my comeback on that one. Yeah, it is dumb, but it's so dumb it wraps around to being awesome. <laughs> I, I'm still not there yet. I'm still making it's a big circle. It's a big lot of dumb to get back around to cool, and I ain't made it yet. I'm still on the dumb side of the circle. Mine was easy. Judge Dread Volume One. All of it, everything about it. I mean, just I I felt dumber after reading it. I mean, there were brain cells left on the pages when I was done. I mean, just. 
my brain has never recovered. I'll never be the same. It's so bad I've actually blocked most of my memory. It's awful. Yeah. I'd already picked that one twice. Uh, I'm gonna throw in my bonus dumb thing because it was something small, and I, I think we made we mentioned it on the show, but uh, it was Secret Avengers, and it was beasts sleeveless and footless spacesuit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. It's a spacesuit. It's got to have sleeves. Yeah. Those are important. Yeah, and, th- and that one too. Another dumb thing from there is is Moon Knight. You put Moon Knight on the Avengers. You don't play around with his multiple personalities. And you barely use him. What's the point of putting Moon Knight on the Avengers if you're not going to do anything with him? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so next up is biggest disappointment. Josh, what was your biggest disappointment this year? Well, you stole my thunder. I'm going to say Moon Knight not being in Secret <laughs> Avengers. I'm sorry. You put him on the cover, for, front and center of the cover. Like, oh, this is going to be a Moon Knight heavy Avengers story. That's awesome. And and then he gets like four panels. It's like he got lost. Yes. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know what to... happened. Yeah. Mission to Mars. I mean, he's on Mars where there's these ancient evil technology comes to life and, you know, perfect time for him to start having weird personalities kick yeah. in and do stuff on a weird planet i mean yeah just right, i'm so one. disappointed that was the whole reason i picked secret avengers because moon knight was on the cover <laughs> and then i didn't get any moon knight and i was super disappointed about it still a little salty about it well um, my next one uh is for biggest disappointment is one that i was i was way too harsh on the episode because i was of how of how disappointed i was I actually have some regret about that. I, I, I wasn't entirely fair, but I'm still um, incredibly disappointed with Afterlift. Um, I love Chip Zdarsky, and I wanted that to be awesome. I loved the premise there, um, playing with the, the spirituality of, of, of the afterlife and, you know, doing it with like a funny premise of like, you know, an Uber driver taking people to hell. Um, I wanted that book, book to be good so much, um, but it wasn't. It, it didn't work for me at all. And it was just, a, by the time we got around to actually reviewing it, I was just bummed out about it. And I was I was way too harsh on the episode, but I'm still incredibly disappointed. That should have been an awesome book, and it just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. All right, so my biggest disappointment was how much y'all hated Witcher, House of Glass. Or, uh, yeah, House <laughs> of Glass. It was bad. Don't get me wrong. It, it let me down how bad it was. But like I said, I, I'm such a fan of the Witcher genre, of everything about it. And then this, because I, I went into it expecting so much from it. And then it, it, it did let me down, but it really let you guys down. So kind of ruined it for you. So well, I, 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 re- I refuse to apologize for being a person of discernment and good taste. No, you're, <laughs> you're not wrong to hate that. But there's so much more to it than that. That's what's funny. You're so. more disappointed in yourself <laughs> that that was the first Witcher book you made a shriek. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Because that's it. the only interaction I've had with the Witcher franchise. Same. I've never watched the show, never played a game, nothing. That's my only time I've been involved with it. And you kind of turned me points. off the whole thing. I'm like, you know what? Do I really need to watch that show? The comics are terrible. Nope. Why don't <laughs> Henry Cavill want to be in this disaster? <laughs> exactly. He's like me. He actually loves loves Witcher. So. <sighs> All right. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, uh, you should be. Let's whip it around. Let's do our most fun read. So uh, we put we put in italics to sort of uh, not italics, uh, whatever those lines are. Parentheses. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, what made you laugh the most? What, what was your what was your most your, your most fun thing this year? And for me, it was Gwenpool. It was easy. I loved every page of that book, every interaction she had, every conversation, even costume conversations with Big Ronnie were hilarious. Yeah. Just everything about that book. Um, it had some meaning to it. There's a little bit, a little bit of thematic stuff there, but it was just a great time, just a barrel of laughs. Yeah. I, I I agree. That's a really good one. And since you used that one, I'll put my other one down. I had here, and I had Super Sons. That's another one. I just had a ball with. Loved everything about it. Just their dynamic together. Just it was, it was a really good read. Yeah, I think I think there's a big three for this one. So I wonder if yeah. Josh picked one of those or had really the other, the third option. Uh, well, I had Gwenpool picked as one of my options, but the one I've got underlined is Deadpool, Dead Presidents. Yeah, That's I thought there were three right answers on this one. Barrel of laughs. Yeah. Uh, I think we all agreed that uh, Deadpool, it carried on a little too long. We could have cut out one issue with fighting the president. But it's not because they were bad fight scenes or bad things. It just, it, they weren't moving the plot. As far as just something fun to look at and make you laugh, all of it was good. Uh, you know, story-wise, maybe didn't work quite uh, the greatest, but, you know, just something it's to Deadpool. laugh at. Yeah, you got to go with Deadpool. It, it overstayed its welcome a little bit, but, I mean, so many of those scenes that they set up were just so funny. Uh, yeah, that, I, I think I think any one of those three, which that, that's a very personal award. It's whatever made you laugh the most. But, yeah, those three were the, were the three that I just were the most fun for me. We're just flipping the pages, having a good time. Uh, next up is personal favorite. Just your favorite book of the year. Not necessarily the best, your favorite. So, Sam, what was your favorite book of the year? All hell, Megatron, all in cats. <laughs> Told you it was coming back. I absolutely <laughs> love this thing, man. Just, I mean, phenomenal. All right. Yep. <laughs> I don't get it, but awesome. I'm happy it made you happy. <laughs> yep. I, I, I probably could have put uh, something from that on every reward for me. I just loved it that we, much. We, we we must be in the minority, Jamie. Uh, we have to be. I guess. Nostalgia <laughs> uh, and all of it, man. Just had the right feel, the the right the the art style matched from what I remember for, from a kid. I mean, it was just hit all the marks for me. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. It's just no, no. I wasn't like ranting and raving about it. I mean, it's it oh. solid comic. Yeah, yeah. I think we all gave it a decent grade. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, fi- I finished the series. I read, I think it's four volumes. I read every page yeah. of it. But, yeah, it didn't It didn't rock my world the way it did Sam's. <laughs> nope. It, it really did. <laughs> Josh, what's makes your favorite happy. pick of the year? All right, my favorite, and I'm patting myself on the back because it's one of my picks, uh, but I'm going with Red Mother. I just, it's right up my alley, man. I love that category. I love the art. I love the monsters. It was a cool premise. I just I had a lot of fun with Red Mother. Uh, so, you know, I had to put it on the list somewhere, and that's where I stuck it. Uh, I, I'm not patting myself on the back, um, but it is one of my picks. But I'm not doing it just because it was one of my picks. Um, I loved Black Badge. Um, I mean, just the, I mean, the premise was genius. The execution was good. I know you guys really didn't like the art at all. Um, but the whole idea of like this black ops boy scout thing with so much intrigue, um, I just, I loved it. And I, I, I don't love Tyler Jenkins art, but I like it and it, it worked. Um, but I just, I love that book. I've I read every issue of that series as well. That's a good one. Yeah, In rapid not. succession. 
Yeah. All right. So next up is um, it sounds similar, but um, in our, in our heads it makes sense to be a different award than the others we've given. There can be only one recommendation. So of the fifty-three books <laughs> we read in our <laughs> unusual calendar, what was the one book you would recommend? to just a, a random person you would make like what what is the one recommendation josh all right so i struggled with this uh comic because i it was going on the list somewhere i dabbled with maybe best premise i thought maybe best story uh and then i decided you know what there can be only one you stole my thunder again jamie black badge because it's got everything. It's got action. It's got great character development. It's a super cool setup. You got a good storyline. I mean, you could pretty much hand that to anybody. There's there's some element that anybody's going to like. I mean, it, it's got a little bit for everybody and had to make it on my list. So, Black Badge. Okay. I clearly love Black Badge. It's my favorite book of the year. I think you're completely wrong. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, to recommend to just a, a random reader out there. I think Black Badge is so quirky that it's. it's I, I would have to be very selective about the people I would recommend Black Badge to. Well, maybe I'm just filling that yeah. in because, like I said, I had to get it on my list somewhere. Uh, like I said, I, I thought the best premise. It's a super cool premise. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I thought best story because it's a good storyline. But I, I, yeah. Okay. I guess I'm wrong on that one. But yeah, no, I might be wrong too. I just, I've. I didn't. I mean, I completely. I, I would have put Black Badge in a different category. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I could be wrong as well. Um. For mine, I went with Rye Volume One. Welcome to New Japan. Um. It's just a. It's a great looking book. Um. In today's world, you know, sci-fi, science fiction is mainstream, so mm-hmm. I think it's at least going to be comfortable for mo- from almost everybody. Um. And it's just a fun story. It really pulls you in. There's the intrigue. There's the mystery stuff. There's great action. There's at least one character you're going to like, whether it's Lula, whether it's Ryan himself or Spylock. There's somebody, you're, some character you're going to grab onto. And I feel like, I just feel like most people would find something to like in Ryan. And the art's just so pretty. Oh. Even, if, even if you didn't read it, you just flip through to look at it. Yeah. So that that's a really good one to recommend. Especially for a first time reader, you get hooked on something like that. Like, man, that would hook them in. Well, see, I'm not sure about a first time reader because the page layouts get pretty wild. At times. Yeah, but if, if they've actually got a full thing in their hand, they wouldn't care the page layout because they're looking at the art like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Right. But what was your so I have a different pick. I have a different pick from all of y'all. I, I was just backing Jamie up because I did like that one. That's a good one to have on there, I think. But what I would recommend to somebody, it's got to have a good story, characters you like, have some action, it's comedy, it's got character development, it's got everything we always talk about, Archer and Armstrong. It's got funny stuff, got good action. I mean, got characters you like. It, it's got everything in it. Good art on top of it. it that's that's a whole one. That, that, I think I think almost anybody, like Josh said, anybody could pick that up and, and have something they would like about it. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty quirky sense of humor, though. I, I'm. I laughed the whole way through, man. I, I, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I love Archer. Everything that's ever said Archer Armstrong on the cover. Of a comic book I've read, so I mean, I, I'm I'm I, with you. I almost picked Archer for best character. I did too. It's what's funny. <laughs> I, I would I would have saluted you, sir. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. But I, right. think that, I think I think that'd be a good one to recommend. Yeah, that's solid. 
And Josh, I'm with you. Black Magic is a great book. I'm just not sure that's a general audience recommendation. Yeah, I just you know, if somebody's not into comics, you're giving them a really good story with really good characters to help pull them into comics and realize it's not just superheroes punching each other and flying around. Comics can be other good stories. I mean, they they can be good good forms of media. Uh, you might I'm, get me there. I'm still you're trying to sell it. I'm yeah, trying. You're trying. You're doing, you're doing an admirable job. I'm okay. not, I don't think I'm All getting right. there. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next award uh, is the coolest moment slash thing. And for me, Sam's already talked about it. It's when Deadpool is up in space with Ronald Reagan. And an un- undead Ronald Reagan is still so obsessed with jelly beans. Even though he's undead and doesn't eat, he has still filled his entire body with jelly beans. And he fights Deadpool. And Deadpool slashes open his stomach. And jelly beans fly over. He just yells, not my jelly bellies. The, just the, the whole thing. It's just... It's bonkers. It's hilarious. I, I still, <laughs> about once a month, I'll think about that and laugh. That's my queen. I love it. Man. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> jelly bellies. <laughs> what was uh, your coolest moment thing so my coolest thing is i wanted to mention it on the show i couldn't find nowhere else to put it you already mentioned it once so i'm glad you did but it's aquaman and the trench i love that whole thing what i think is cool about it is they they finally redone aquaman they made him cool pretty decent outfit design super cool uh monsters to go against to fight but they made him cool before Jason Momoa got him and, and made him really cool, you know? Yeah. But this is like the first time you see Aquaman as being a likable character. You like you get to know who he really is. I, I just enjoyed that one. I thought that was cool that DC actually tried with Aquaman. Which, in, in DC's defense, none of us, especially when we were kids, well, you, when you all, you all remember DC than I did when we were kids, but like we're yeah. not longtime DC readers. So m- maybe like the Aquaman thing had been redone but, but as far as i know going back this was the first aquaman that i really liked and, and i and i think having mira there with him did a lot too i think i think their dynamic really helps yeah. a lot too and having yeah. that art style and having the creatures he was fighting the trench monsters yeah. all that stuff just the way they've done all that just, i think that was really cool that, that and that was done that for him that was finch wasn't it on the art there I'm trying to remember i can't remember i, I think it was but it, it was really good art but I, if yeah. you were to pick one thing out of that, though, for your coolest moment from that, when those trench monsters come out of the water onto that pier and attack, that is, I mean, that's straight out of a horror movie. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. All right, Josh, what was your coolest moment slash thing? All right. Uh, I've got two, and I've already just went on and on about one of them, so I'll just bring it up again. King Arthur coming out of the crypt in Once in the Future. <laughs> I keep going back to that. That was, because uh, I'm, I'm picturing that as a movie or a film and that scene of just being down in the cavern and seeing that crypt come open and that pointy crown coming out. It's just, it's, it's so cool. Uh, I think my backup is a uh, venom with uh, giant bat wings. That was such a cool, you know, when he, he's like, Oh, venom can fly now. That's awesome. Uh, so either one of those I'm cool with. All right. Yeah. That, and we, we, we've already talked about that too. I mean, yeah. I, I love the idea that it causes him pain. Like, it's the way he doesn't do it all the time. It's so painful, but yeah. 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 All right. Uh, okay. The penultimate award is the Visions Floating Mailbox Honorary Random Awesomeness Award. So, Sam, what was the one little random thing that you got bizarrely attached to this year? It was in Flashpoint. Flash is on the roof trying to get electrocuted in that chair, and Batman's <laughs> helping him. <laughs> he gets electrocuted and it didn't work so they hit him again with it it was, it was just hilarious he's like a, a crispy flash i just 
I love that little scene. <laughs> That's too bad twice. And then Batman's like, you're crazy. And just went ahead and done it for him, though. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, at any point in your life, when you're doing something and Batman calls you crazy, you know you've <laughs> stepped over a line. That's a line most people don't get to cross and live to talk about. You're crazy. You're crazy. Uh, it, it was like Thomas Wayne Batman, even on yeah. top of that. So. Yeah. The right, guy that so throws Josh, criminals off the roof. He's calling you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh, this word is a name for your bizarre obsession with Vision's floating mailbox. So what, what was your floating mailbox of the year this year? Floating, uh, floating mailbox. It's uh, from Rye, and it was the original old Dr. Silk. Steampunk Dr. Silk. <laughs> you know, he's got, literally, I think he's got steam pumping out of his joints and stuff. He's this weird robot-looking guy, and uh, I instantly fell in love with him because at one point he tells Rye he's older than New Japan. He's like three or 4,000 years old. He keeps patching this steampunk body up. I just instantly, Dr. Silk from Rye, I was all in. That's a good one. Um, mine, I think, almost rises to the level of your um, original obsession with the floating mailbox. Um, robot face. His actual face. Okay. I I just I thought that was so fascinating. He had like the weird undead ghoul half of his face. The other half would look like Trapjaw from He-Man. He-Man. And they just put like an emo hoodie on him. I mean, just look like an emo kid with this bizarre face. You know, I just... Something about Dante's face it was just really fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good. One. He doesn't like trap Yeah, but only, but only half of his face. Or something yeah. about it only being a half trap jaw. Just, I don't know. It got me. I think it's half the reason I'm still reading the October Faction. <laughs> Just <laughs> something about that character design is great. All right, last award of the week uh, or gear. Um, everybody gets a trophy honorable mention award so something that didn't get mentioned a lot um you, that you didn't give a big award to what's one book you just want to give some love to josh um we we got our order wrong uh, on this show jamie because you keep stealing my thunder i wanted to mention october faction <laughs> it was a recent one we had just done I, I i never found an award that i thought it was worthy of but it was a fun read uh really moody art uh fun story setup. Uh, they're doing some really cool things with the characters with Lucas having cancer when he's human, not when he's a werewolf. Like you said, robot face joining the family. It just, there's a lot going on and it was fun. And I just wanted to mention it to you guys again, that I, I have, I have a lot of fun with that one and I'm still reading it. So October faction is my honorable mention. Um, I want to call it revival again. Um, that was a great book. Um, and I, I read the entire, it's a, it's a completed series. I read the whole series. Um, it's just a great book. It, it's not flashy. Um, doesn't like scream off the shelf or off the, off the screen, like, Hey, come read me, but it's just a great story. And with, with characters that are really fascinating, even by the end, um, Lemmy's exorcist guy becomes like this interesting character. Um, it's just a great book that, you know, I, I think is going to be overlooked. And, and shouldn't be. You know, and that's that's a really good one, too. And the thing is, I was going to mention Black Badge, because that's like the only thing I couldn't really find a spot for, but Josh has talked it up a lot. So I have another one I actually want to mention. We didn't even talk about it on the show at all, and I think we all liked it when we when we read it, but Outcast. Mm. 
Remember that one where the guy was possessed? I was waiting for Josh to mention that at some point, yeah. I really I really like that one, too. So that's just just off the top of the head, just thinking about it right now. Outcast. That was the first episode of the year. So maybe, maybe it was just so far yeah. back. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a year ago. So like yeah. I said, I, I, I remember really enjoying that one. Art was kind of weird, but it had a really good story and stuff going on with it. It was definitely a mystery, so it was, it was really good. Yeah, and it had a, like one of those real one of those real moody books that we like too. Yep. All right. Well, um, we've got I'd say what about six months of year three already scheduled out. Um, I think next year's award show. I, I think from what I <laughs> from looking at the schedule so far, year three is going to be a little wild. So I'm I'm looking forward to the year of episodes, but also next year's award show. I think it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. I'm 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 sure I'll add a bomb on there somewhere. We'll have plenty of D awards to hand out on one of my picks. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, they're not all winners. Well, I, I've done a few more Daredevil picks, and so there there might be some off the wall stuff next year. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't. Let's see. We always preview at the end. Okay, next week we're doing uh, another Josh pick. I know you're not ready for this, Josh, because I forgot to put it on the schedule, but we're doing Extermination next week. Extermination, and that is a Daredevil pick. Uh, and I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty sure I saw the cover, I clicked borrow, and I put it on our <laughs> schedule, and I have not even <laughs> opened it or read the uh, teaser from Comixology, and I do not have it ready. So I've, I've got it ready. Let me read it for you. Yeah, yeah, hit me, hit me up for it. Okay, so it's Extermination Volume 1. Um, it's actually printed weirdly. It's, it's Extermination Volume 1, colon, Volume 1. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That's oh, not promising, be, is it? It's going to be a doozy. Yeah, we're starting the year off right. All right but it's uh, written by Simon Spurrier with art by Jeffrey Edwards. Uh, so here's the summary. We lost, they won. In the wake of an apocalyptic alien invasion, the world's greatest superheroes and deadliest supervillains must form an alliance to prevent their own extermination. Two arch enemies, Knox, a driven hero, and the Red Reaper, a ruthless villain, form a volatile partnership for the greater good. The enemy, if your enemy is your friend, will they be able to ultimately put aside their bitter past to prevent global genocide? What happens when all the battle lines are redrawn and foes become unlikely allies in a desperate war for the fate of the very planet and the outcome of a species? Summary makes it sound cool. Yeah. I mean, and they give you those sample pages. On the uh, on the preview page, that that look, the art looks pretty good. Okay, well, yeah, and it's a boom. It's, it's it's from Boom Studios. Boom Boom's got a pretty good batting. Yeah, they normally do pretty good. Yeah, we we've, we've done several Boom that have come mm-hmm. out pretty good. So, all right, well, Let's see, all right, well, fellas, we'll I think see. we're done here. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Salute. All right. See ya. Good night. Goodbye, Belgium. Ba 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 ba